And welcome to episode seven of the Dolphin Pod here on CSI Sportsnet. It has been quite some time since our last episode as we last brought you an episode of the Dolphin Pod back in early May as baseball was wrapping up their season amidst a late playoff push. They came up just short and that brought the athletic season to an end at the College of Staten Island in May. But we are back for the start of the 2023 athletic season and here at the College of Staten Island. We just concluded both our men's and women's soccer home openers. We have a bit more to talk about that occurred after our last baseball games. I know my guests are excited to talk about that as well as today's action. I welcome to the show for the first time, Andrew Rotundo. He still needs a headshot on the Sportsnet landing page. Marquise left for vacation right as Andrew was on his way down to the office. So, Andrew, you will have to wait at least another week. Yeah, I still have that silhouette up on the webpage, so uh, definitely want my picture up there. I've been here uh, now, I'm going on year three here, so, you know. The silhouette certainly beats the Rangers logo we were going to give you. Had the Rangers pulled out their series against the Devils, we actually joked about it on the last episode of the Dolphin Pod, and one of my guests on that last episode of the Dolphin Pod was my second guest here today, Nick Bavona. Welcome back. Yeah, it's great to be here for the second episode, for my second episode, I should say, but overall, a quick Quick summer overall for CSI. You know, it feels like yesterday we recorded that last episode at the baseball field, but now we're back here today for soccer. Great day overall for CSI. They were able to get the win in the men's game. They tied in the women's game. Should be a great season for both of them. Soccer giving us a lot to be excited about this season here today in the home openers for the women's soccer team and the men's soccer team. But before we get there, there's something I have to talk about from a few months back. We haven't had an episode of the Dolphin Pod. Since early May, as I mentioned before, and since then, we had two monumental intramural contests, students against faculty and staff. If you missed it, shame on you. Talking to you, Andrew. Yeah, I was but, across the country. I, I know Nick can speak to this. And of course, Sal Caruso, as always, doing a great job, great atmosphere, food post game. We had two good games in terms of numbers. Unfortunately for the students, the results weren't so good. Nick? I left with my WWE title after both games. I'm still unbeaten in faculty staff contests. But why don't you talk about your experience at the games? Overall, another great experience doing those faculty and staff games. Uh, we had the football game. Pretty much, I don't want to, you know, say bad stuff about the students, but pretty much a blowout win. It really, I think we put up 50 points in that game. No, if I'm not we were close. The students overall had a great experience at that game as well. And then we had our softball game, and that was another, unfortunately for the students, another blowout win for the staff. Overall, we had a great experience. Sal tried to help the students hit a home run. And Marquise, like, to his credit, tried to make a home run catch, but he just looked at it. He's like, nope. Overall, staff wins again. We're still the champions until proven otherwise, and we'll look to run it back this year. This is my platform, so I have the opportunity to gloat in the football right. game. Receiving touchdown, rushing touchdown. Passing touchdown, pick six. How did I get a rushing touchdown in a flag football game, you ask? Lateral. Laterals on fourth down. I took it to the house. My opportunity to hoist the WWE championship up high in the end zone. It was a great time. And I presented you with the title when you scored, too. You did, and I appreciate that. We had a great time at the faculty staff games over the summer, but that's not all that happened over the summer. Now, you have to fast forward a couple of months, but Andrew can speak to this. He was in attendance for CSI night at the Staten Island Ferry Hawks. 
Dolphins baseball head coach Mike Morrow, of course, an assistant on the Ferry Hawks coaching staff. And he was presented with the Hero of the Game Award, courtesy of the Ferry Hawks. So that was great to see. Was joined by some of his baseball players on the field pregame, members of men's soccer pregame. Danny the Dolphin threw out an epic first pitch that we missed because one of our colleagues arrived late. However, we will get a chance to see it again next week. CSI Night returns to Staten Island University Hospital Community Park on September 8th. But Andrew, why don't you talk a bit about CSI Night at the Ferry Hawks last week? Yeah, Joe, and you know, it was so great that they had to pick another day to do another one. Um, you know, it, it was just, it was well put together. It was a, it was a great, uh, you know, great on-field, um, you know, performance uh, by the team, by the Ferry Hawks to give the honor to the Dolphins. And everybody, I think, had a great time. We saw um, a lot of other athletes from the school. We saw some of the uh, the baseball team. We saw some of the uh, the uh, basketball teams as well. So everybody got together. It was a great gathering for uh, the whole school. And hopefully, you know, the second one will be just as good, and if not better. And it was great to see members of many different teams turning out, faculty and staff, of course, joining the student athletes at the game. But we saw many of them in the stands. And Nick, they even got a chance to take part in some on-field contests during right. the game. Now, there was one contest I'm not sure they could participate in. They had two guests, not student athletes, I right. promise. But part of it was to spin on top of a bat and then chug a beer at the finish yep. line. Now, the students cannot participate in that no. and did not. But that was one of many contests. There were some more student-athlete-friendly contests that our student-athletes got to participate in, but a great time overall. Yeah, overall, great experience there with the Ferry Hawks. And like Andrew said, should be another great time in the next couple of weeks for the second night of CSI Night at Staten Island University Community Hospital Park. Overall, though, it's been a great couple of weeks. You know, we had that night there. We'll have another night in the next couple of weeks as well. And overall, CSI students are just having a great time. So it's good to see that. Now, if you want to attend, what you need to put into your GPS is Staten Island University Hospital Community Park. How do Don't I know that? I did drive when we went to the game on Friday. However, I also butchered that in our first game at the stadium. Oh, it is really a mouthful. I don't blame you, Nick, but that is what you need to put in your GPS. Once again, CSI Night Part 2 on September 8th at Staten Island University Hospital Community Park. Students, faculty, and staff can head to Dolphin Cove and claim Free tickets by presenting your student or staff ID, unless they've changed it. They did have will call tickets as well, but if you're on campus for the first CSI night, you were able to claim tickets. You do have to fill out a form. You can check out social media for CSI Dolphins. We're going to post the QR code tomorrow. Of course, our soccer game's wrapped up today. We're going to let soccer take center stage on our social media tonight. But tomorrow, we will post the QR code for you to get tickets for CSI night at the Ferry Hawks on September 8th. But enough ado. Let's talk about the soccer games today. Women up first. Last season, it was a bit of a struggle for them to open the season. They found their footing a bit more later in the year. But I think given how they started 2022, 2023 got off to a much better start here today. Both teams had their chances. The Dolphins had early opportunities to take the lead. Had a chance in that game late as well. St. Michael's played a good game. It was very back and forth. Both teams had control for stretches. Andrew, what were some of your takeaways from the women's soccer matchup that ended in a scoreless draw? Well, right off the get-go, it was very quick uh, back and forth. Um, you know, that ball was flying. Everybody was in every, in, you know, every which direction. And, you know, it's, it's surprising to me that that game ended in a scoreless tie. It's surprising to me that the first half ended in a scoreless tie, to be honest, because there were just so many chances on both sides. And, you know, it, to me, it was a goaltender's affair. It was a defensive affair. 
Well, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the new hire for women's soccer. We had several new hires here at the College of Staten Island this past year, but Alex Mendoli, the new women's soccer head coach, he brings with him a new coaching staff and a lot of new players, a lot of turnover on both rosters, Nick, but we did see some standout performances from some of the new faces today. I think that's really going to be, you know, the key for CSI as the season goes on. They're going to need these new faces to get in there and make sure that they can get some opportunities, whether that be in the offense scheme or just trying to get goals or just defensively overall. They had a really good defensive game plan today. They were able to hold them to no goals. CSI, though, could use a lot more shots on goals. We saw in this game today only had two, but this is a long season, so they have a great opportunity to get those shots on goal and get some team chemistry with these new players that they have. Isabella Radovini and Nadia Evola combined for eight shots of the Dolphins nine. Of course, Radovini, a newcomer, Evola, a returner and a captain for this Dolphins team. CSI took the field with four captains ahead of today's game. Evola, D'Amico, two of the captains, and then defensively, Mar and Albano, the other two captains. So CSI women's soccer, four captains, men's soccer immediately followed that game got off to a really big start for CSI Dolphins men's soccer. Nick, early in that game, the Dolphins took the lead by a pair of goals. We saw that in one of their scrimmages, but the CSI speed was really on full display today, and it helped yield four goals in the 4-0 CSI win. And we saw Uzo a lot. I felt like every time the CSI got into their offensive zone, he was there making a play, whether they was going to be taking a shot on goal or just trying to set up one of his teammates. But Overall, the Dolphins had a really good offensive game plan in this, in this game today. Had four goals overall in the win um, against Bloomfield. And now they start off their season 1-0. and A lot to look forward to as season goes on. You pitched a shutout as well. And you were able to control the emotions because it was a very chippy game. A lot of yellow cards were thrown out. Even a red card was thrown out. But the Dolphins were able to control those emotions overall in the game today. Get the win and now move on to the second game. And that is a great point you make, Nick, and Andrew perhaps can talk a bit more about it. A very physical game. We had the official come up and confirm how many cards there were. There had to be at least eight to ten cards right. issued in that match today. A very physical match. The Dolphins maintained their composure. And you said it, Nick. The Dolphins, with a great offensive game plan that they executed in this game, they had four goals. They certainly could have had more than that. So many great scoring chances for the Dolphins in this game. It was a very impressive effort for them. And I think given how they played against Bloomfield last Last year, winning 1-0 to improve by three goals over a non-conference opponent that they've met now the last three seasons has to be a very encouraging sign for this team to open up the season. Yeah, and you can't ask for a better start than that. I mean, they had the Bears pinned for most of that game, and the Dolphins just kept coming and coming in droves. You know, they just kept coming in waves, and they were not stopping at the Bears, and it showed on the scoreboard 4 nothing. What a way to start the season. Um, you just can't ask for anything better as far as team chemistry goes go, moving forward. Game one after that, you just keep building off that. And the last time that we were here on the Dolphin Pod, we were talking CSI baseball and their playoff aspirations. For CSI soccer, their path to the playoffs becomes a bit more clear this season as now instead of only four teams qualifying for the ECC playoffs, the ECC will qualify six teams. Given the new format, the Dolphins would have been the first team out last season. And Nick, we saw a lot to like from the Dolphins today. What stood out to you the most that will help the Dolphins outlast the rest of their conference foes and ultimately make a push toward the playoffs this season? I think it's going to come down to keeping those emotions intact and making sure that you get those opportunities on the offensive side of the ball. We saw a lot of that in that game, and they were able to set up some good passes. And you're right, had a lot of opportunities to set up even more goals as the game went on. But they'll take the four either way. If they can continue to you know, get those opportunities, play a good defensive front, and overall, 
control their emotions, as I mentioned. They have a really good opportunity to make the postseason this year. And you know, we saw with the basketball teams last year, they had a lot of good fun in those postseason runs. The soccer team would like to do the same. And we saw something else today in addition to the goal scoring by the men. We saw a couple of clean sheets in goal. Scoreless tie, obviously. Clean sheet for Brianna Dorr, who made seven saves. Amari Thompson wasn't tested much until late in the game against the Bears. They did have a shot early that contacted the post. At the time, it was a 2-0 game. Thompson perhaps forcing that shot to travel wide. But nonetheless, clean sheets from both Dolphins goalkeepers. Thompson and Dorr both in their second seasons with the team. How big can they be in a push for the playoffs for this Dolphins squad? Well, you know, you got to give it to Thompson too. It's it's really hard as a goalkeeper, you know, and th- this goes for uh, sports of all, all kinds with goalkeepers as far as hockey, soccer. It's really hard to stay sharp when you're not seeing all that action, you know, to start off the game and then all of a sudden you're seeing all this action, you know, and you're getting it piled on and it's really hard to stay sharp through all that and to stay sharp through the full game. And, you know, you got to give it to Thompson for staying that sharp throughout the full game and, you know, keeping the shutout alive. And you're absolutely right, Andrew. Late in that game, they challenged Thompson a couple of times in the closing minutes. The Dolphins also challenged Purple Knights goalkeeping a couple of times in the last 10 minutes of the first game. So both goaltenders, one on each side, of course, Thompson for the Dolphins and the goaltender Jenna Braun on the other side for St. Michael's. They were tested late in the two games today, and they did a good job to keep goals off of the scoreboard. Now, don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but we do have more playoff potential coming up. Of course, the next season to start will be cross-country track and field. They've pushed back the start of their season until September 24th. Swimming and diving will get started in mid-October. But of course, in terms of East Coast Conference playoffs, we have basketball. We don't know that much about the new crop of talent yet for these basketball teams, but we'll tease ahead to perhaps what our next edition of the Dolphin Pod will entail. Let's talk a bit about basketball. They do have the only East Coast Conference playoff experience of the varsity sports, of course, eSports, a big championship winner, multiple-time championship-winning program, CSI eSports, can't forget about them. We do intend to have a conversation with Alberto, but he's been dodging us here on the Dolphin Pod. (laughs) He's a tough man to lock down for an interview. Very popular guy, hard at work, balancing the budget, making sure that the cash flows here at the College of Staten Island. But all kidding aside, eSports has done a great job. We'll talk a bit about basketball. Of course, we have cross-country, getting started, track and field a bit later, swimming and diving. But for us here on Sportsnet, the three of us have extensive commentary experience covering basketball. Nick, what are you most looking forward to come basketball season in a couple of months? I think overall for these you know, these two teams, you're looking at some of the guys that are returning and even the girls, they need to step up in more, even bigger roles than they did last season. You look at guys like for CSI overall, you lose Chris Velasquez this year. That's a big loss on the offensive side of the ball, and he's your point guard. Whoever can step up in that role and give the Dolphins an opportunity on the men's side, that's big for them overall trying to get back into the postseason. For the women's side, it's really going to come down to this. You lose Gia Esposito, another you know true heart and soul of the team. Now you're looking for someone else to step up into that role for the Dolphins. If they can find someone that can plug and play into their offensive scheme and get something going on the defensive side, because we saw a lot of good defensive plays from both of those teams last season. I think the Dolphins will have another opportunity to make the postseason this year. Just going to really depend on who steps up next. Well, Nick, your memory does not fail you. We did celebrate Gia Esposito on Senior Day last year. She's coming back. She's enrolled as a graduate student. So the Dolphins will return their entire roster, barring any transfers. Now, the men's basketball roster has increased in size and stature. It's, It's been told to me that some of their players have grown a bit in the offseason. The roster size 
has also dramatically increased. How important are those numbers for this men's team that late last season played some games with seven active players, eight active players? Yeah, and it's going to be big as as far as health goes and as far as, um, you know, just staying with the game, you know, having only seven or eight players to play the entire game is, you know, that's going to get to them very quickly. You want to have that backup. You don't want to have that good bench to rely on uh, in basketball. And that's what the Dolphins are going to have. And as far as physicality and size, like you said, we saw some of the tenacity that they have in the physicality. And if they can get more of that on the court and keep it in check, that could be big for them going forward. The Tournament of Heroes for Men's Basketball and the Women's Basketball Conference Challenge will tip off on the weekend of November 10th. So be sure to join us here at the Tank for that and to tune in live on CSI Sportsnet. Now, there's a reason that I jumped over swimming in cross country and I'm now going to circle back. First, with cross country, there's been a lot of transition going on with the program. Akil St. Louis returns to the College of Staten Island as the new head coach. We are still awaiting an official roster for cross country. Their schedule is available over at CSIDolphins.com, so you can check that out now. More information to come on the cross country track and field program on our next episode of the Dolphin Pod. However, we're saving swimming and diving for last because a change was announced over the summer. Right after our season concluded here at CSI, it was announced that swimming and diving will now be a part of the Northeast 10 Conference. So big news for them, as the Dolphins did host the CSI invite last year. That included participants from the NE10 and from the ECC. But this year, the Dolphins will participate as part of the Northeast 10 Conference, and that gives them a Division II Conference to call home, something that's huge for them. Of course, I've been involved in covering the Mets Championship, but it's great to see that big news for the program now part of the NE10. Moving up and getting into that type of a schedule is huge. And now getting more of these opportunities as you keep moving on up and getting even better competition potentially overall. So for CSI, it's now really going to be seeing on the next couple of months how they do with this new level of play and how they, you know, go up against these, you know, competitors. And if they can, you know, get up to the challenge and, you know, fight the adversity. Certainly an exciting time for the swimming and diving program. Very exciting time overall here at the College of Staten Island. As I mentioned before, swimming and diving season will begin in mid-October. We do stream the meets live. We do not provide commentary for those meets, but you can catch all of our swimming and diving meets live on CSI Sportsnet via the ECC network. Stream information for all of our broadcasts from the start of the season all the way until the end of the season is currently available at CSIDolphins.com backslash CSI Sportsnet, with the exception of swimming and diving. We have to test out some technical components of the broadcast over at the pool. But once we have everything sorted out, we will get our stream information published over at CSIDolphins.com backslash CSI Sportsnet. Now, this episode of the Dolphin Pod is going to debut ahead of Sunday's women's soccer game. So if you're tuning in ahead of Sunday's game against Bloomfield, you will be checking out this episode of the Dolphin Pod for this first time. We thank everyone for checking us out pregame. And of course, you can view all episodes of the Dolphin Pod on demand over at our CSI Sportsnet YouTube channel. Andrew and Nick, as a thank you for coming on as my guests, each of you get the final word. Who wants to go first? I'll leave it up to Andrew. Okay. Well, I'll get the final word. Um, you know, just thank you for having, you know, me and Nick on and it's been, you know, it's been a fun time obviously. And, um, it's been fun here at CSI and I think we're looking at some more fun times coming up with uh, more soccer and going into basketball season and baseball season as well. 
As a reward for coming on, I promise, Andrew, when Marquise returns from vacation, we'll get you a headshot. Nick, <laughs> what do you have to add? Overall, it's going to be a next, you know, the next couple of months will be great here at the College of Staten Island. Looking forward to seeing how all of these teams and how we see some of the, maybe these new players fit into their new systems and help the Dolphins maybe make that postseason push. Should be a next great couple of months overall here at CSI. I'm looking forward to it. Exciting times ahead here at the College of Staten Island. Soccer season is upon us. Cross country to follow. Swimming and diving, basketball, baseball, softball, track and field, of course, as well. So much more to look forward to. You might get a chance to meet us if you attend the CSI night game at the Ferry Hawks on September 8th. So my final word to the audience, be sure to join us at Staten Island University Hospital Community Park on September 8th. You might get a chance to meet the crew. If you can find us, it'll be we might, entertaining. We might sign some autographs. We do have to put a limit on what items we're willing to sign. You never know what people will show up with. We <laughs> can't true. promise free autographs. That's true. Join students, faculty, and staff in the College of Staten Island over at Staten Island University Hospital Community Park. On September 8th, QR code appearing on your screen shortly as we sign off for this episode of the Dolphin Pod. Once again, this is Joe Foreman alongside Andrew Rotundo and Nick Bavona from CSI Sportsnet. Thanks for watching.